The following content may contain elements that are not suitable for some audiences. Viewer discretion is advised. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Always Oversharing. I'm pretty fucking pissed because I just did a meaty fucking episode. Didn't have my microphone plugged in, so I didn't capture a fucking lick of that. Really fucking dope. I love it for me. Um, Now, I guess on the flip side is I got my fucking rant out of the way so I can maybe like not go on for 15 minutes about something that maybe no one gives a fuck about, right? So I guess you're welcome. Now, (laughs) so I'm going to kind of trim down what I just talked about. Partly out of annoyance, partly because I realize it doesn't have to be that long. But the topic I want to talk about is isolation. And I know it's not funny and I know it's not humorous, right? I think a lot of you were looking for always oversharing to be like weird and wonky. We're going to get to it, I promise. But the way that I'm going to be doing it is kind of like in flow, right? So as these kind of problems arise or these issues come up or honestly trending shit right when there's interesting uh, you know a buzz around a specific topic or some um covering of data or a new study like of course I want to fucking talk about it especially if it relates to entrepreneurship or just like the journey of life in general because like what even fucking is this I don't know I, I don't fucking know it's whatever anyway so isolation yeah well I don't hate it and I don't love it I'm neutral with it now because like I've ugh, I've gone through so many I don't want to say dark nights of the soul I don't say that lightly it's a serious thing in this like the spiritual world when you go through some deep shit but I will say that the isolation period is usually like people who have many of them over the course of their lives it's usually on purpose right it, I think it's I mean I'm fine you don't have to believe me you don't have to agree with me but I think it's very much rooted in some cosmic karmic shit or something I don't know they're like oh you didn't do your work or you gotta heal or do some shit so we're gonna (laughs) like isolate you like no one's gonna invite you out and you're gonna have a smaller group of friends and you're gonna be in a place that forces you to be isolated right I had one year where I was really isolated when I lived in Bay Ridge Brooklyn and for those of you who don't know yeah it's not that close to the city you're still in the boroughs but you have one local train it takes me like an hour to get to the city even if it's like two miles away like it's far and it makes everything difficult and it was great I lived my life it was my first apartment on my own fine but that year was super isolating because no one wanted to come out and see me it's far as fuck I didn't want to go out to see them because it was far as fuck and if you took ubers it was expensive as fuck which I was broke at the time so it was the perfect scenario to be isolated and similarly to my experience during COVID, like all of us, pandemic, super isolated moment. And another one this past year when I was in Austin, right? Didn't know fucking anyone except my ex who, of course, I'm not going to fucking talk to, even though he wa- he was living four minutes away from me, two blocks away. Like, what a fucking smart move of me, right? To not know anyone except my ex. But, you know, here I am. I'm a fucking genius. Anyway, so isolation. Yeah, let's talk about it. So there's a difference between loneliness and being alone. Let's just clarify that. So in isolation, you are alone, right? So, I mean, not completely alone, right? Like, it's not like people abandon you and it's not like you don't have friends and it's not like you don't go out, but there's a feeling of just like, I don't know, again, cosmically aligned things don't work out where you are socializing, where you're feeling connected. Like, again, for example, like Austin, right? I'm in a new city. I don't really know that many people, all of my connections and my roots are back in New York. That's 2,200 miles away, you know, different time zone, even different life, different fucking 
everything is different, right? So it was really easy for me to be isolated when I was making new friends and also rediscovering a new version of myself in a new fucking state and a whole new fucking world, if we're being honest, because the difference between fucking New York and Austin or it's stark. It's very different. There's some similarities, but mostly very different from everything from the people to the fucking environment, right? Let's be honest. Now, again, going back to the difference between being alone and being lonely. So when you're isolated, you're alone and that doesn't have to be that that you're lonely, right? If you are in, uh, if you go through enough alone time, right, these dark nights of the soul or just these isolated moments, you get to be pretty comfortable with being alone, especially if you're an introvert. So I'm an introvert but I'm like I recharge when I'm alone that's how I recharge it's not with other people but I have bursts of extrovertedness so there are times where I feel charged up from having conversations with people like through podcasting or like going out but I usually feel better when I'm alone but again just like you know again we're talking about the difference between alone being alone and feeling lonely and then being not alone right being surrounded by people going out drinking socializing and still feeling lonely right you could be around a ton of people have a very full schedule and yet you don't have deep connections and so you feel a sense of loneliness so there is a difference between the two and isolation isn't a bad thing but what I will say is that isolation is a bit of a coping mechanism sometimes even if it's an unconscious decision right if life like the universe likes to fuck with you and they're like hey bitch like you got shit to work on so we're gonna force you to be alone either way you know some of that isolation is rooted in like your protecting of yourself right so there was a prompt that I saw somewhere and it like shook me to my core where it was like do you think the reason you isolate so much isn't because you actually want to do this alone right journey of life or entrepreneurship or whatever the fuck it is but somewhere along the line someone disappointed you so deeply that keeping people out as a way of protecting yourself is the only way you can feel safe and I've never related to something more because there's been multiple instances where someone fucks me over whether it's a friend or boyfriend or whatever it is and you run right there's a sense of escapism if I just run away or if I just not avoid it but just like I kind of get away put some space between it which is a really important thing right whenever you have a problem there's a phrase in like the reiki or weird spiritual community they'll just like put some space around it right kind of distance yourself look at it from like a bird's eye view and then you'll kind of be able to like separate the emotion from it or whatever but in this case it can almost be bad because you get to a place of self-soothing so much that you don't even seek out connection, hence being isolated, right? So there's two different isolations. There's one that's growth-oriented and there's one that's like escapism-oriented. Now, the interesting thing with isolation is I also find that a lot of isolation and like that feeling of self-soothing and and feeling safe and kind of being on your own, right? Hyper-independence, especially with this new age of women or or at least a lot of the women that I connect with are like hyper-independent and it's sometimes problematic, is that we also have this complex of like being so self-aware of other people's feelings that we end up abandoning ourselves because we're afraid to abandon someone else, right? So being in a relationship too long, like hanging out with friends for longer than you should. And I don't just mean like in that setting. I mean like literally like we all have those friends who like love them to death. We've been with them since, I don't know, high school, college, whatever the time frame is. We're not in alignment anymore, right? We're not on the same path. Doesn't mean there's any bad blood, nothing malicious, but you're just like going in different directions. And so you are actively choosing in that moment to abandon yourself. And I don't want to say your dreams because that's fucking like it's it's not necessarily true. And right, it's it doesn't have to be that grandiose. But right, you're you're choosing to abandon yourself because you're putting someone else's feelings 
in front of yours, right? So you're choosing to fill someone else's cup before filling your own. And that's not a good self-care practice. Now, it doesn't mean you like empty out your whole friend group and tell your boyfriend to fuck off, but it's, I wouldn't say it's a bad thing. I wouldn't say it's a bad thing, especially if life is forcing you into isolation. It's probably for a fucking reason. And the reason why I'm also bringing this up is because I feel like I like it's such a especially being in like the entrepreneur space it's so isolating period right because you're I I don't wake up every day and go to an office or have colleagues that I can kind of like build relationships with or fuck around at happy hour like whatever the case may be and so the whole journey itself is super isolating and thank god honestly thank god I have a podcast where I interview people so at least there's some connection once a week maybe at a minimum and you know there's dms and i have calls with friends and now i'm back home my family so i get to connect with them that way but it's such a like not fun to place to be in if you're not okay with isolation like you really need to have a conversation with yourself if you've never lived alone if you've never done things by yourself right if you struggle to you know you go out with a group of people and you're afraid to go to the bathroom by yourself right you got to grab a girlfriend or you don't want to go out and eat by yourself like and that's like a simple that's a, that those are simple examples when it's business and you don't have friends to turn to who can give you business advice right you don't have people in your life who are understanding what you're going through or again if you're going through a deep period of isolation where like life is just purposely cutting people out it's fucking dark and that's kind of in you know when we talked about the episode last week about like having those deep dark moments isolation can then become problematic because then it attributes attributes negatively to mental health right so I um I'm coming out of that period thankfully and being out of isolation finally after a whole fucking year of it right again I kind of chose that right I knew I was going to be isolated when I moved but I didn't think it would be that extensive even though I now in hindsight realize it was really important for growth but I also realize I have a have difficulty determining if the isolation that I'm choosing to have is one rooted in self-sabotage or it's one rooted in self-care. So this is specifically with relationships. I have a hard time committing to people and I don't mean I don't have a hard time being in long-term relationships. Like I would say I'm more of a serial dater than I am a like like a more mon- a, mon- a monogamous person than I am. I don't really like to date around. I don't like I definitely don't like to sleep around like not my vibe never really been my vibe. Um it's a good thing I didn't go away to college because that would have been boring as shit for me. I mean, I would have tried it, but I didn't wouldn't like it. So anyway, so, you know, having that monogamous viewpoint and like dating and stuff like that, it's sometimes difficult because my natural inclination is to isolate, right? To be free and not feel constrained. And the commitment feels somewhat like a bird. You know, I feel like a caged bird sometimes. And then what ends up happening is I have to pull back. And so then I need days of like recuperating in space and like, again, self-isolation and recharging. And then I feel like a piece of shit because I'm like, okay, I'm doing this with a lot of people. I'm doing this in my intimate relationships. Like, is this a me thing or is it an introvert thing, right? Am I just, this is how I'm recharging. I'm not quite sure, but as an entrepreneur, it adds another layer because if you're not (laughs) connecting with anyone on a daily basis through relation right intimate relationships platonic relationships family relationships you know business relationships career professionally whatever like any connection period that can't be fucking good right I don't know maybe maybe I'm not sure either way I bring this all up because I like I don't know I don't really want to air I always air my dirty laundry but so you know I would say like how do I want to how do I want to phrase this? So there's a 
specific friendship in my life that I don't know if I should have anymore and I'm not quite sure what to do about that and so when I think talk about isolation right and it's my natural inclination to be alone I have to ask myself like okay are we self-sabotaging this by like taking something that's actually really good and taking a spin on it because we're afraid or there's some limiting belief around it and you're going to give up a good friendship because you're curious to see if there's better and I know I'm not the only one who struggles with this this isn't just an entrepreneurial thing this is a very human thing right grass isn't always greener on the other side type scenario but I will also say that you know I I mean, from so I so I've heard and kind of what I've experienced in the past thirty years of my life. There'll all be always be better friends. There'll always be better intimate partners. There'll always be better opportunities if you allow yourself to kind of be open to that, right? And so, I can't help but be a bit anxious because, well, for one, I finally now the main anxious point that I had the past few months was financially related, right? It was career and kind of like clarity and focus related and now that those pieces have kind of lifted the next kind of chunk to kind of address is the people that I'm surrounding myself with right so there's the phrase like you're the sum of the five people you hang out with the most and I would say over the past year I've been hanging out with some pretty dope people right people who are up to big things or who you know, have kind of um, a lot of similar things that I'm aspiring to have. They either have a piece of it or like we have, you know, differences, but they're complementary to each other, like whatever the case may be. All in all, the people who are surrounding me right now are with better intentions, more unconditional love, all that stuff. But that's not to say that I don't feel fucking anxious about this because there's a part of me that knows that you know, if you keep thinking about this, like, oh, I should, you know, maybe I should let this person kind of do their own thing. And, you know, and, and I think it's easier, like, okay, for example, if you're in a relationship, like if someone cheats on you, you're like, obviously, I'm going to leave you, right? I have a legit reason. But if someone doesn't do you dirty, and yet you have this pull for whatever reason, to kind of let them go, right? Then you're kind of like, "Mm, again, am I self-sabotaging? Am I overthinking? Or is this a serious thing that I need to consider that if I don't let go, right, if I hold on too long, if I choose to abandon myself and abandon my like gut, if you will, my gut decision, what am I missing out on and who is going to pass me by because I didn't make space for that person, that relationship or that opportunity, right? If you're in a job that you're in right now and you fucking hate it and you don't give yourself the space to be open for a new opportunity, you're going to fucking miss it or it's never going to find you, right? That's just the reality. And so today, you know, it's May 10th. I'm mulling over something really seriously. I guess you could say seriously. And I kind of feel sick to my stomach about it. But I also in some way, shape or form feel like there's a air of truth about it. And so I'm not quite sure what decision I'm going to make. But I'm hoping that with my experience being in isolation last year and just my kind of experience knowing my self pretty well I would think that I will come to a decision soon and it's probably one of breaking away which sucks but it's part of the process um anyway I'm gonna just leave it on that note I hope that someone out there relates to this and it's somewhat hitting a pain point and you find some solace in knowing you're not alone I promise I promise we're gonna get to some fucking whack shit soon I promise I just we're in a bit of a serious mode right now right okay so when when the summer comes around right hot girl summer is really really close things are gonna get weird okay they're gonna get weird I'm gonna share more and it's gonna we're gonna have a fucking ball okay anyway have a great rest of your week If you're a mother, happy Mother's Day. For those of you who have a mother who's still here with us, please, like, reach out to her. She'll appreciate it. Even if they did a shit job, definitely, you know, say something because she did birth you into this world, which I also know is questionable because 
I don't know about you, but I don't necessarily want to be here. But I guess thank you. Anyway, have a great rest of your week. I'll see you guys next week. Bye.